Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Lion Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Lion Star App and at Lion Star NFL. And most importantly, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to be a winning DFS player. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Hope you guys are ready for a fun Thanksgiving weekend. If you have the app, it's College Football Bonanza the next few <laughs> days, which is absolutely amazing. Like, I love it. I, oh, oh, on absolutely. Wednesday, no secret here. Thursday's um, Thanksgiving, so Wednesday we're recording for your Friday show. I opened up the DraftKings app, and I saw all the slates for college football starting on Thursday, and... It was pretty cool. Like I'm not going to oh, say yeah. what I really thought because it's a PG show, but it was pretty cool. <laughs> but um, so you can use the the lines there. I tell you with that, we have basketball going crazy, everything going on. But most importantly, ten game main slate to preview today. You can find me on Twitter at BDentric, and my co-host is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how we doing, man? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm a college football guy, so yep. lots and lots of uh, we have not not just rivalry games, a lot of named rivalry mm-hmm. games here too, with trophies on the line and stuff. Even in the you know Wisconsin and Minnesota, which doesn't really matter. Axe, I mean, baby. The the Paul Bunyan's axe, right? I've been to that game, and both teams were horrible the year I went, and <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't have known it for six. Doesn't minutes. matter if for you win it, minutes, if you're and, not and, you, and you get that you get that axe. That's all that matters, man. Seeing Jonathan know, so. Taylor chopped down the goalpost with it. It was oh, the, great. the Civil job. War uh, yeah. between Oregon and Oregon State, the Apple Cup. Apple I Cup. mean, you know, uh, there's the Iron Bowl, the game. Obviously, does, uh, does, just, is, will Michigan ever beat Ohio State again in our lifetime? It doesn't feel like it. It really I, doesn't. It, they will in our lifetime for sure. Yeah, they, so. I, I know I'm being sarcastic, but it's like it has. I don't remember the last thing was close under Jim Harbaugh. I'm not sure. But look, you know, Harbaugh has been great this year. But here we go. Talk about college football on a DFS show. So yeah. uh, let, let's let's get into the DFS. We have. <laughs> uh, we yeah, we, we've already done our hour of radio this week, Bob. So uh, let, let's dive in on some DFS here. Let's all go. right. Ten game slate to get going for you again. Make sure you get the app, subscribe, all the fun stuff there. But let's get going here. Atlanta at Jacksonville kicks things off for us. Atlanta's minus one over under 47 in this one. Bogman, what are we liking in this game? I mean, James Robinson at 62 and 76 isn't bad. I like the price on Russell Gage at 51 and 57. Um, maybe LaVisca, since Jamal Agnew's down, LaVisca at 44 and 5,600 could be good. If you want to try to, you know, get the punt play on that Jamal Agnew spot and go with Tavon Austin at 3,400, I don't hate that. Not paying up for Pitts because he just hasn't done anything. Not paying for Dan Arnold as he uh, gave us a donut last week. If you want to gamble on either defense, I'm also okay with that because both these offenses have been horrific. We saw the Falcons get shut out last week. Jacksonville hasn't been scoring a lot of points either. So uh, I think those are the plays I like. I I like this game better from DFS than I do for betting. Uh, just because I have no idea what to pick in betting, but uh, uh, there's a couple options, but not a game that I want to pay attention to for the most part. Yeah, I, I think I said it many times. It feels like it's either like 31 27 or 9 to 6. Like it's right. such a, a bad football game, but could be just so bad it's good for fantasy reasons. <laughs> and that's what makes it tough. Like I like the idea of um, James Robinson, like you said, 62 and 76. Atlanta is one of the worst rush defenses in all of football right now. Uh, Robinson had 12 carries last week, got 75% of the workload. They had to abandon the rush load. 
uh, early on in that game. So that could be a big spot there. If Cordero Patterson plays, he's always in play. Like he practiced limited on Wednesday. So um, that could be intriguing to say the least, just because we know how many touches he's going to get. But I do like uh, James Robinson in this one. If you want to use a cheap receiver like the the, the Viscas or the um, or the uh, Tavon Austins, you can. I, I don't know where I'm going to go with that one because I just don't trust this passing game. So it's pretty much James Robinson or bust for me is the way I'm looking at it uh, and probably just moving on from there and praying that these other games are much more appealing. All right. We got Carolina at Miami. Carolina minus two over under 42 Bogman. Yeah, look, uh, let's go with Cam Newton here at 56 and 8,000. I love this price on him, particularly on DK. You know, in FanDuel, you kind of always have to pay up for that quarterback, so I don't know if I would pay the 8,000 for Cam, but 5,600 on DK is an excellent price. Um, McCaffrey at 9,000 and 9,700. The good thing about McCaffrey being that price, Bob, you've mentioned this many times before, is that the ownership will be low because he costs mm-hmm. so much. So he's still Christian McCaffrey, and he's still going up the against the Dolphins. Code. So I, I love him this week. I think you could go with um, either Moore or Anderson. Um, I think at these prices, I'd actually r- rather go with Robbie Anderson at 47.54, even though on ITL I called out DJ Moore as one of my plays this week. Um, but 62 and 67 is just, it's a little pricey. Um, but uh, Jalen Waddle probably a better buy than both of them at 5,900 uh, love him. He's just been excellent this week, this whole year. Um, no tight ends in this game for me. Maybe if you want to play the Panthers D I'd be okay with it, but I'm not real interested. So I think it's pick one of the whiteouts CMC and cam for me. Yeah. I love cam, especially at that 5,600, like you mentioned on DK, I think he's a great cash game play for that reason and just a really good play altogether. I think two is nice and contrarian if you want to because they're going to throw it a lot against this really good defense, really good front front from uh, Carolina. It's still risky, though. Like, there's better places to go. But I do like Cam. Love CMC, especially in cash. Like Cam and CMC is just fine. Uh, you mentioned the Moore and Anderson thing. Like I think Moore's got the higher ceiling, obviously. But, you know, he had uh, eight targets or seven targets last week. Anderson had six. They both had five catches. So... Uh, it's just depends on what they do with it. So Anderson is getting more involved in the passing game of late. So you, you're dead on there. And then I don't mind Waddle just because his his volume is just ridiculous right now. What he's getting there, it's really, really strong. So there are some nice pieces in this game. Not sure I'm going to go over the top with it because it could be a, a slugfest, kind of like last week's Jets-Dolphins game where they scored a combined, I think, like 40 points or something, 45 points. Um, so it's got some relevance, but not break the slate relevance, which we'll have on other games on this slate. Chargers at the Denver Broncos divisional matchup in this one. And it's kind of a messy one, Bog, when you got Chargers minus three over under 47 and a half. Yeah, I mean, in this game, her, we saw Herbert get back on track last week. So I like this price of 66 and 7,800 for him. I'm good with Eckler whenever you want to play him. Um, not too interested in Gordon or Javante, although I say they're both affordable at 53 and 5,200, but I don't think I'm diving over tables to go a snap either one of them up because it's just, you know, who's going to get the touchdown. I would guess probably Gordon. So I rather lean on him at 5,300, just a hundred bucks more, but uh, I am okay with either one of them. Keenan Allen has been great. I think I could go back to him. I'm not interested in Mike Williams, not really interested in uh, Cortland Sutton. As you all know, uh, I just, I'm, Oh, I'm a whiff on him this you year. Tapped so, out. You tapped out. Yeah, I just I can no longer suggest him uh, at all. Not interested in any tight ends either. So for me, it's mainly uh, Herbert and then Keenan Allen paying up for guys. 
Yep, I like the Herbert Allen combo for sure, especially in this matchup. You can exploit in this Denver defense. I think Eckler's not bad. He's just so pricey. I'd almost just find the money to get to, to CMC at that point. Yeah. Or they're, they're like, the weird thing this week is there's like, at least on DK, uh, there's six really good running backs, 7,500 and above. And Fandle, they're like all 8K and above. So you can legit play the ownership game. Eckler kind of leans towards the bottom of those like top six for me. I love him. He's great. Four touchdowns last week, but let's be re- realistic at the same time with this matchup and realizing it's going to be tough to, to match that with the other options close by. So it's pretty much Herbert and Allen for me as well as the only options. Not not too much else I, I like unless you think Denver's going to throw it all over them, which I just don't think they will. I'm just I'm kind of giving up on Denver, which might be the wrong thing to do, but that's where I'm sitting at this point in time. Now, a game I really like, but I'm concerned about the points in this game is the Los Angeles Rams at the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay minus one. The over-under, though, is 47 and a half when he hires on the slate. Yeah, I uh, this game. So Aaron Rodgers and the toe scare me. So uh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers scares me. Aaron Jones practicing scares me off of AJ Dillon a little bit at this point. Maybe we'll get more news. Uh, and then I would be more in on AJ Dillon, of course, if we know that Aaron Jones isn't going to play, but him practicing uh, kind of seems like he's going to go. Um, look, play Cooper Cup whenever you want. He's super expensive, but he will torch whoever he plays. Demonte also will torch whoever he plays. So I'm good with those guys. Outside of that, I'm just not with the way Green Bay's uh, defense has been playing. And uh, the Rams coming off the bye to play against Aaron Rodgers, who is gimpy right now. This game seems like it should be a lot of fun and great for fantasy purposes. I think because maybe people think that and it may have higher ownership than others. I think I'm going to pass for the most part, unless I'm paying up for one of those big whiteouts. Yeah, it's a tricky one. It's definitely a tricky one. Um, I, I like Dylan. I still like him in tournaments more so if Jones does play. Because I just don't think Jones is close to 100%. So I'm surprised that, like, the initial reports, I think, were what, three to six weeks with that yeah. sprained knee? And it's been one. So <laughs> um, I don't know about you guys, but when you mess up a knee and nearly nearly tear the ligament, just sprain it uh, to be back this soon, that's pretty impressive and also scary at the same time. So right. I still like uh, Dylan this one. He was still getting a good workload beforehand. It literally takes one minor tweak, and there goes Jones again. Now you might get Dylan at lower, lower ownership. I think it's going to be a tight game. Uh, the weather's going to be a little chilly, so the ball's going to be a, a ground-and-pound game for the most part. Uh, you're going to see a lot of people go to MVS because he's cheap. He's always tournament-relevant, but just know it's like one in every four or five games when it happens, so it's not a continual thing. Maybe he does it back-to-back and shocks us, but you got that. You mentioned Cup. You mentioned Adams. The last guy I'll mention, though, is if you go back the last couple of weeks for the Rams, you know, Cup leads the world in targets, but then it's Higby and then Van Jefferson. Uh, so... I think if you want to go to some Van Jefferson in this one at 49 and 54, I think it's going to be quite interesting if you want a cheaper piece of the Rams, if you think there's offense in this game, because most all go to Cobb. You got OBJ. Uh, I think Van, though, he's going to take that Robert Woods role, and I think he's going to run with it. So uh, I think Van Jefferson at 49 and five, uh, 54 is pretty good as well. All right, the game that we should all be stacking up. This is the game to stack up this week. The Minnesota Vikings at the San Francisco 49ers. Niners minus three over under 48. Love both quarterbacks, Kirk and Jimmy G, uh, because like you said, Bub, we both think this is going to be a higher scoring game here. So Kirk at 63-75, Jimmy G at 57-65. I like them both. Um, if you're not a Jimmy G guy, I, although I think he might be the better value at the price, uh, Kirk Cousins, I think we're going to get good Kirk Cousins. So, I mean, famous last words, but I do like him <laughs> a lot this week. Um, 
if you want to play Dalvin Cook, I'm good with it at any point. Um, Eli Mitchell, he did practice, so that's good. I love this price at 54 and 68. It's a little early for me to tell you. I definitely am in on him. But if he gets through practices and he is playing, I re- do really like him against this front. They just lost, it seems like, maybe Evers- Everson Griffin as well. Uh, Danell Hunter already out for the year. So they're having some problems on that line for the Vikings right now. Jefferson Thielen, I'm in. I uh, really like the price on Thielen this week. 67 to 7,200 I think is very, very affordable. Debo becoming quickly one of the best uh, wide receivers in the NFL. And best running backs on this team in San Francisco, uh, 79 and 8,000. He has been great. Love Ayuk at this price, 53 and 63. I think if with Eli coming back, Debo's obviously not going to take as many carries. He's going to split back out wide. You're going to have Kittle back and Ayuk, all three of these guys healthy, all against kind of a torn up uh, secondary here and uh, not getting a lot of pressure on Jimmy G either. So uh, I like Ayuk at this price of 53 and 6,300. I think both tight ends are in play. If you want to pay up for Kittle, I get it. I think I'd rather have Conklin at 37 and 53, but there's a lot to love in this game, Bob. Yep. No, there's a ton of love. And this is one of those games that you either full stack this game, you make it a main stack for you and piece around it, or you at least get some parts of it in every lineup you build the way I look at it. I want I want exposure to this game. I, I say it time and time again, the Cousins, the, the Vikings stack is always has been low-owned. And I think the Niners might be a little bit this week as well, but they're cheaper, so we'll see. But yeah, Cousins to Jefferson, if you want to go Thielen or Conklin, totally like that. On the flip side, Jimmy G's nice and cheap. He's a great pivot off what will be a popular Cam Newton, especially on DK. On FanDuel, he's much cheaper, but 57 on DK to compared to Cam's 56. Get a nice pivot there, and he's been playing well uh, three of the last four weeks, putting up really good fantasy production. This Minnesota secondary is the worst in football right now, so you can exploit it in a big, big way, and that means going to the Debos, to the Ayukes, and to the Kittles are all producing in big, big ways. The one thing, like you mentioned, though, is we talked about the passing game so much. Mitchell and Cook are going to get overlooked in this whole thing. So they are ways to be different. If you want pieces of it and be different, Cook and Mitchell are are definitely ways to do that. I love the passing games, though. I'm going to have little bits of both. I'm going to maybe make multiple stacks of, you know, a Vikings passing attack with some Niners and a Niners passing attack with some Vikings, so on and so forth. I love this game. I love it a lot. So if it's um, a low-scoring game, you know what Monday's uh, podcast is going to be like. So it's going to be pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty simple. All right. Jets at the Houston Texans. Talk about going from a great game to this game. Uh, we got – I'm looking for our – there it is. Houston's minus 2.5 over under 44.5. Yeah, I think there's two ways to go in this game. You can either play bits and pieces, like you could play Ty Johnson, who's at 43 and 52 because um, Michael Carter is down. You can play Rex Burkhead because he had a lot of touches last week at 42 and 57. Elijah Moore at 56 and 64. Is that a great price? He's been good with every non-Zach Wilson quarterback, but Zach Wilson yep. is coming back this week, so that may factor it in for you. I love the price on Corey Davis at 48 and 61, but and Brandon Cook's, you know, I think gets back involved this week. But I think the biggest thing is uh, pick a defense. Pick either the Jets or Houston and hope to fade one. But I think for the most part, I'm just going to avoid this game overall. Doesn't seem like a very good one. And the pieces that are good could be broken up. I love Ty Johnson, but maybe Tevin Coleman gets involved. Uh, but I mean, I'm willing to take the risk on Ty Johnson specifically in tournaments. But um, I just I don't have a lot of faith either way in this game. I like Ty Johnson on DK for the PPR aspect. He's not going to get a lot of carries, but he could get five-plus targets pretty easily. So 
I like him on 4300 bucks on DK for sure. David Johnson's been getting more and more work. I don't like him, but he's cheap, and he's going to get a lot of carriers in this game. So you at least got to acknowledge it. It could be interesting. You did mention Burkhead got some love too, but DJ's been getting some, some work here of late. But you know, everyone's going to go to Elijah Moore. He's been awesome. I get it. But you mentioned the Zach Wilson thing, and that's where I think yeah, um, we got the value with Corey Davis, 48 and 61, and even Jamison Crowder at 47 and 59. Both become very, very nice if you're looking for like a value wide receiver. I love Davis over Crowder, but Crowder's in play as well. Flip side, um, give me some Brandon Cooks. Let's go, Brandon Cooks. Let's get it together here. Very affordable, 58 and 65. I'm hoping that Ty God figures it out and then starts going to him. <laughs> All right, Philadelphia at the New York Giants. This one has like sneaky appeal, and I'm kind of worried about it. But Philadelphia is minus three and a half over under 46. Well, the Philly side is easy. You can play four guys. They are Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard. So you can play any of those guys. I don't think I'm doing it this week. Uh, I'm not really interested in how they break up. Maybe Miles Sanders if I have to pick one because Jordan Howard is, is out. Uh, and it seems like they don't really like going to Boston, Scott. So maybe Kenny Gainwell gets a helmet too, and they kind of split behind Miles Sanders and go with Sanders. And 5,100 is a good price below the poverty line, you know, 5,500 being your average price on DK. Um, so Miles Sanders is a maybe uh, on the Philly side. On the, the Giants side, I don't know what to trust here because we're getting a new OC. Jason Garrett is gone. Thank God. It's Freddie kitchen, man, dude. I, it, it all, it's all I can do to see Danny dimes roll to the right and roll to the left. Like it's just became unbelievably, unbelievably predictable. No wide receivers wanted to block for each other. They uh, called that out specifically on the ESPN Monday night broadcast. Um, they didn't get the ball to Saquon in space. Uh, I just don't know what they were doing. So I'm glad that Garrett's gone, but I don't know if it's going to be much better. I would take Kadarius Tony at this 5,200, 5,600 price. I think that's a good one for him. Don't want anything to do with Galladay. He's like miserable. No idea if Shepard's going to play. Darius Slayton loves dropping footballs. So uh, I think for me, it's Tony and uh, maybe Sanders in this game. And if you want to play Hurts, I totally understand that. Uh, but there's just not a lot of trustability in this New York and Philly game here. It's not trustability, but I think it's great GPP angles. Hertz is even cash relevant because it's what he does with his legs. But just Hertz, Goddard, and then if you want to sprinkle in Smith, I got no problem doing that. It's a nice small stack, and then you can fill in with Niners and Vikings guys, stuff like that. It's ways to be different. Um, so I don't mind that on the Philly side. On the Giants side, you didn't mention them, and I want your thoughts because I'm tempted in tournaments to go Saquon this week because he's so cheap. And I feel like with the new OC, they're going to want to get him at least 15-plus touches this week, either through the air or on the ground, and he can blow up at this price tag. I mean, look, I want him to get 20 touches, but I've been wanting in this hand the whole year, dude. Like, I, you know, Saquon's my guy. That's, I why, Saquon. that's why I asked. He didn't even mention his name in the, the thing. I just can't do it. it you know, yeah. it's been he's been uh, unbelievably unreliable, and I don't know if they are just kind of taking this as a lost season and saying let's cap him at fifteen and that's it, and they get him to twelve and then put him on on the bench. I don't know if it's Jason Garrett. That's the trustability yep. thing here. So if you want to take a risk, Saquon can blow up at any point, right? I think the whole name of the game should be get him the ball in space, 100%. but there had to be other people besides just Jason Garrett at fault for this. It's not just like Jason Garrett goes, eh, we're not going to give him the ball in space. So I don't know if I trust anyone, Joe judge or the rest of his staff. You know, in my opinion, I would clean house there, but um, this team has too much talent to be playing the way they are. I think the giants, but uh, I think Philly gets them and I don't really think it's close. So I, I, I don't like this game. 
Okay, well, I think I might sprinkle some Saquon. The one other guy I'll mention, Evan Ingram's 38 and 55. Philadelphia gets torched by every tight end they face this year. Like destroyed by every one of them, no matter if it's a good team or a bad team. They've all feasted on the Eagles. So if anything can go well, it could be an Evan Ingram week if you're feeling lucky. All right, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Big, big game here. Bogman's going to be loving this one. Mm, big, we did. big game. Um, we did. Goodness gracious. Cincinnati minus four and a half over under 45. Yeah, um, I think you like the the normal things you like in this game. Najee at 82 and 88, I think, is always in play. Um, don't think I'd go back to Mixon because the Steelers do get Watt and Mc, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick and Joe Hayden and Loudermilk all back, uh, who were all banged up and missed last week. So it was pretty much Cam Hayward had to do it on his own, and that's why um, the, the Chargers scored 41 points. So don't think I'd go back to Mixon, but you could play any wide receiver in this game, in my opinion. I mean, uh, Chase, Higgins, Boyd, um, you know, I think Chase would be your play, even though he's the expensive guy. I think he still torches Hayden or, uh, you know, whoever, Sutton, Pierre, whoever they put on him. He's just way, way better than uh, Deontay is a PPR machine. So I get it. Uh, but I'm really interested in Pat Fairmouth here because Eric Ebron is going to go on the short term IR. He's going to miss some weeks. So I do really, really like him at 43 and 5,300. I think that's a great price for him. Um, but uh, I don't. Uh, Burrow at 62 and 7,100 is good. I'm not messing with Roethlisberger, but for me, it's Najee, Chase, uh, Deontay, and Freermuth. Those are my big plays here. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting game because I, I was terrified watching that Cincinnati O-line last week, but they've been doing it all year. It's been garbage, and they've made it work. So we'll see how it works. Just this Pittsburgh defense was getting better before last week. So we'll see what happens there as well. I don't mind ever using a Burrow, Chase, Higgins-type stack. I think there's always viability there. I'm always a mixing guy because they can get them out in space or on the ground. I know like you mentioned it shouldn't be a mixing week, but we just saw what Eckler just did. So I think mixing is very, very intriguing at 75 and 8,000. I mentioned those six running backs on both sides. He's the cheapest one of the six. So he uh, he's very intriguing to me at 75 and 8,000. Yeah, I love the I love the receivers. Deontay Johnson, every time I see him below 7K on DK and even 71 on Fandle is ridiculous. <laughs> like 66 for a guy that's going to get 10-plus targets every single week. Like on a PPR site, give me a freaking break. Like, just keep playing Deontay Johnson. It's a, a foolish price, foolish, foolish price. So, I like that one quite a bit as well. What's your take on a guy like in a tournament play? Because you saw a lot of use, at least more use than I expected last week in Ray Ray McLeod. I mean, I just don't expect that to, to keep yeah. pace. Ray Ray had more targets than he's ever had in a game at halftime in that game. Yeah. So I was blown away I, every time I saw his name pop up. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, I just don't think that's going to be a continuing situation. So for me, it's Deontay and Claypool. Claypool missed that game where Ray Ray went okay. off. So, And I, I like the, the, the Pat call, Friar Muth. I think that's a good one as well. The one thing I'll mention, if you are doing Cincinnati, you want to be a little contrarian. I think it was more the game script because Higgins was like blanketed last week. Like they had a tough time getting Higgins the football. So Boyd had eight targets and six catches last week. I don't know if that's sustainable. It was off a bye. Maybe they started game planning differently. I don't know. But that's something to keep in mind if you want to be contrarian. He's cheap. Uh, he's cheaper, I should say. But he's only $300 cheaper on DK and 400 cheaper on Fandle than Higgins. I still kind of think Higgins is the guy. But yeah, Deontay's the best player in the game, period. All right, Tampa Bay at Indianapolis. This could be a shootout or a slugfest. I'm, I'm, I'm torn <laughs> on this one. Tampa Bay minus two and a half on the road over under 51 and a half, the highest total on the slate. Let me ask you this. Would you rather pay for JT coming off that five touchdown game or CMC? I think I'd rather pay for CMC because the ownership will be much lower. 
Yeah, I'm the same way with you. So uh, that kind of takes Jonathan Taylor out of this for me, you know, Uh, and I don't really want Wentz. I could see paying for Brady at uh, 76 and 82. Not something I'm going to do this week. Um, Mike Evans cropped up on the injury report with a back thing. AB still is not at practice. So this price of uh, 7,000, 7,600 for Godwin could be pretty decent. I think I'm more interested in Michael Pittman, though, because I do think that, um, you know, if Tampa Bay, I like the Colts in this game, but if Tampa Bay is winning, then, you know, Carson Wentz, a company going to have to pass. Pittman is the best pass catcher there. 56 and 66, I think is a really good price for him. I think T.Y. Hilton at 4,000 is a good price. I'm not saying I go to him, but if you're looking for a cheap wide receiver, 4,500 is a good price. Gronk got a lot of action last week. So I think he needs to at least be in your mind. Um, outside of that, uh, not much to like in this game. So for me, it's pretty much, um, yeah, and I don't want Fournette because they keep giving the ball to Jones at the goal line. It's driving yeah. me crazy. Uh, for me, it's Godwin, Pittman, maybe Hilton, and Gronk. Yeah, both quarterbacks are in play. I, I, I don't mind paying up for Brady this week in a contrarian tournament build because most people won't. And you can go to Brady, to Godwin, to Gronk if you want. Or if Evans misses, you can get a cheap Ty Johnson at 39 and 53. I think it's very, very much in play. Bring it back with a Michael Pittman. In that case, you could also bring it back with a JT instead. Like if you're stacking it up, I get it on, an, on just basics. I want CMC, as you mentioned. This has a high total for a reason. I think there's going to be points scored in this game. I think Pittman's a phenomenal price point, like you said, at 56 and 66. Um, only other thing I'll mention is I love Gronk. Brait still got a decent amount of work at 32 and 48. So you can keep him in mind, especially if Evans misses and, and AB is out. They'll need more pass catchers. So Brait could come into that mix as well. All right, the final game on this 10-game slate. Barn burner for me because I'll have to hear about it all next week if it goes as bad as I think it's going to. Tennessee at New England in this one, and uh, New England is favored by 6.5, 44.5 total. Hey, look, you you can you can not hear about it at all, Bob, but you just got to tell me who is the best team in the AFC right now. I told you already it is the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, who's two? The Bills still, but the, the Patriots are like 2B. Okay, well, the Patriots. The and, Patriots are leading the AFC East. Dude, I it's not it. even about the Patriots for me. Mine was about your love of Tennessee and how well, once I, Henry's I gone down, it's slowly game. going downhill in a hurry. Yeah, uh, I mean, look, De- Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry's rough. So yes. you know, losing him makes. I mean, I don't want any part of this Tennessee offense at all whatsoever. So you can just write them off. Uh, for me, this game is about Damian Harris at sixty-one and, and six thousand. I think that's a good price for him. You could pay for Jacoby Myers at 5,500 and you could pay up for Westbrook Aquina at 4,500. I think is okay. Although I don't, he's not going to be on my list. I'll tell you that much. Um, and then if you want to pay for a tight end uh, of Hunter Henry or John Smith, I mean, John who's so cheap at 2,700 and 4,500, they're almost begging you to take him. So I get that. I don't think I'm going to pull the trigger because I just haven't been the biggest John who guy. I think I'd rather have Hunter Henry, yep. but for me, no one in this game is going to be on my list. So uh, maybe, you know what? How about this? Patriots defense, 39 and 5,000 against a broken uh, Titans offense, I think could pay out pretty big. Yeah, I'm just not going to play this game at all. I'm just going <laughs> to skip it completely. I'm going to keep it simple. Keep it very simple. I want nothing to do with this football game. I'll That's cross understandable. It off. It's a nine-game slate for me. So yeah. it okay. might be like a six-game slate for me in the end, but <laughs> we're, we're going to cross that one off to make things a lot easier right now. 
All right, let's recap things real quick for the week. Bogman, who are your top quarterbacks on the week? I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins, Justin Herbert, and Cam Newton. Kurt Cousins, Cam. I got Cam Newton number one for me. I got Cousins number. Two. Well, they're both like top for me, so I got Cousins and Newton as well. And then I'll try to be a little different. I will go with uh, Jalen Hurts. I'll go okay. Jalen Hurts to make things a little spicy on this show because I think he does have that leg running appeal. Who are your top running backs? Uh, I'm going to go expensive, CMC, cheap, Ty Johnson, and in the middle, I'll go with James Robinson against Atlanta. Yeah, I'm going to go. We've got a lot of the same picks. I'm going to go CMC, <laughs> Robinson, and A.J. Dillon still. I'm still believing in A.J. Dillon. I I don't see how how Aaron Jones plays this week. That's just – I think it's almost malpractice if he plays this week. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. What do you got at wide receiver? Oh, my God. Do we have to only pick three? There's I got a ton so here. There's like. a ton here. All right. Yeah. I'll narrow it down. Okay. Uh, give me um, expensive. I'll go to Keenan Allen. Um. I'll go with Waddle because I just think it's every week with him. Uh, and my last one, my last one's going to be Ayuk. Ayuk against Minnesota. I think that that game really goes back and forth, and I love that price on him. Okay, I'll make a point to pick three different ones to keep this down, okay. to keep this interesting. I'm going to go with Debo. All right, love it. Deontay. Okay, like I said just keep paying for him. It's ridiculous yeah. that they're not doing it. And then I'm going to go to match up with Cammy Cam. I'm going to go DJ Moore. All right, I love it. So, but there's a ton this week, tons. Uh, what do you got at tight end? Tight end, uh, let's go with uh, Gronk, Toe Tap, Pat Freermuth, and uh, I like Conklin. Like I said, back and forth, Conklin's still cheap. Love that price on him. Yeah, I'm going to go Goddard. I'm going to go Evan Ingram. And to make it different, who do I want to be different? Because I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna take Conklin still. I'm not gonna be different. Okay. I'm gonna take Conklin yeah. in that one because I, I love that he's a, a red zone target. If Thielen doesn't get it, it's usually Conklin. Uh, what are your favorite stacks this week? Uh, sac- I thought you were gonna ask me. My defenses are Jackson, Jacksonville, New England. By the way, uh, uh, my stacks. I think obviously Minnesota and San Francisco is a huge stack. I think Whiteouts in Pittsburgh and Cincinnati is a decent one. Um, mm. Uh, probably Panthers against the Dolphins Chargers against the Broncos are a good one too. But like you said, you, there's a lot of games to kind of maybe scratch off this week. Yeah, you scratch them off. You take small pieces like Minnesota, San Francisco. That's my biggest game stack. I like the Carolina stack and I like the Philadelphia stack, even if it's just hurts and Goddard, I'm totally fine with that. And then just go play everything else. Um, I have no problem with that at all. All right. The moment everyone's been waiting for, and the only way they find this out besides listening, well, you can find out by listening, but if you want to win stuff, you got to follow Linestar on Twitter at Linestar App and at Linestar NFL, and they'll tweet out the touchdown call of the week from Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys, and if you retweet that tweet, three lucky fans will get chosen to get paired with each one of us, you have a chance to win some free swag from Linestar, so Bogman, who is your touchdown call this week? Hey, you know what? I want somebody to win something, so give me Christian McCaffrey. That's a good one. I, be, I went Deontay one. Foreman. I've been trying to go obscure recently. Haven't I've been whiffing? So let's get Christian McCaffrey back in that end zone. Yeah, I'm gonna have some fun with this one. Let's go to the bay and let's go Debo Samuel. Debo, love I'm it. gonna put Debo in the in the house. You got CMC. I'll take Debo because it ain't Friday, folks. He's working, so it's good. <laughs> we we got that going for us. It should be a fun week. It's like not the greatest games, but it's better than Thursday's games. Let's put it, it that way. Better than Thursday. Um, every time we look at something, the news comes out. It looks worse and worse. <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's getting bad. But we'll see how it goes. But more importantly. 
Hope you guys had a happy Thanksgiving. Check out Lion Star again on Twitter at Lion Star app and at Lion Star NFL. Check Bogman out at Bogman Sports. I'm Matt B. Andrick. Hope you guys have a great weekend. We're back with you guys next week. See y'all later. Good luck. See ya. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football.